0: Hi, it's me, Dr. J, with Behavior Health and Wellness. I hope that you are having a great day. Today, I wanted to share some information um, from a, an interview with Ms. Lisa Plunkett, the Executive Director for the Susan G. Coleman New Orleans organization. It is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and um, people have been... Um, doing what they can in order to show up and join the fight against breast cancer. And one of the large events that we have here in New Orleans and other areas, um, I'm quite sure from other different um, organizations affiliated with Susan G. Coleman. Um, but here in New Orleans, we have the Breast Cancer Walk And normally we gather at City Park and it is a huge event and there is um, thousands of participants and there's donations and um, just all kinds of entertainment. However, this year due to um, COVID-19 pandemic, they're doing things a little different. Um, but I am going to let you pay attention, listen to the interview um, with Ms. Lisa Plunkett from Susan G. Coleman, New Orleans. Hi, and thank you for joining us for Behavior, Health, and Wellness. I'm Dr. J, and today we have a very special guest. We have a representative here from the Susan G. Corman organization, and i am want to let her tell us a little bit about herself miss lisa plunkett thank
1: you for joining us how are you great how are you doing this morning today I'm well very well well good yeah thank you my name is lisa plunkett i'm the executive director of susan g komen new orleans which is an eight parish region it's basically the greater new orleans metro area um anywhere that you can think is a stone's throw of new orleans that's where we are and that's those are the parishes that we serve um, we're based out of the New Orleans metro area, but we do, you know, we we serve with breast cancer screening, treatment, and educational services throughout our eight parishes. Um, we have a upcoming race for the cure that's going to be virtual, which we'll tell you about. And, you know, basically we're here for the community. And it's not only women, it's women, men, and children, because breast cancer, as you know, affects not only the woman, it affects her whole family unit. It affects her friends, her parents, you know, everyone that has contact with the woman, with a woman or man who has breast cancer, who's been diagnosed.
0: And you know, I'm glad you brought that up. Can you tell me how I know COVID has affected us all in some way. I mean, drastically in some cases. Mm -hmm. How have you all been able to um, still provide services
1: during COVID and to um, try to keep people safe? Well, thank you for bringing that up. That is a huge concern. You know, earlier this year in, you know, March, April, I mean, everything that had, everything, had you know, it was like a standstill, no breast cancer screening, no, no surgeries, no anything. So everything was basically put on hold until our healthcare system could, you know, see what was happening with COVID-19 and, you know, make sure that they could keep people insured people's safety coming in for a routine screening or coming in for you know a breast cancer surgery mastectomy lumpectomy and and also chemotherapy and radiation because you know breast cancer didn't stop even though we stopped right Right. you know we stopped doing things that we normally did going to church you know meeting with people outside of our own family unit family Yeah, exactly. Seeing family in person and hugging them, hugging, that's big. Um, You know, I was on a city council meeting um, earlier or last Thursday and, you know, just seeing the city council members in New Orleans. And I'm like, I want to hug you guys. I miss you. I miss being in the council chambers. I miss seeing your staff Um, and just the normal things that we go about. But breast cancer didn't stop. And, you know, people who, women and and, and men who have had treatments, in fact, you know, treatments ongoing and our our hospitals, our cancer centers are doing their best to keep ensure patient safety because that's first and foremost and the breast cancer chemotherapy and radiation is continuing and they're doing it safely Mm -hmm. and now since you know a few months ago we are doing breast cancer routine screenings safely. So we don't want to have those bad outcomes that you know we've heard about in you know, June and July of people waiting to get us to get screened, you know, for their routine well woman health care, right? They're saying, right. Oh, no, I'll, I'll wait and I'll put it off. I don't need to do that right now. But you do you need to make sure you have those screenings because if breast cancer is detected early, it's that much curable. And so we want to make sure that they're teeny tiny and they're small and they're detected by a mammogram that you can't feel a lump, right? right? So we need to make sure that people are safe. And right now our hospitals, our clinics, our diagnostic imaging places are able to do that for routine women, well, woman checkups.
0: Good. That sounds wonderful. And yes. it's October and October yes. is just like, I mean, it's, It goes hand in hand. soon as the last day in September, we pull out our pink and we start to prepare because it definitely is something, even if it's just a little. I I believe that this is a small gesture, but it's an Mm -hmm. opportunity just to show support because Mm -hmm. I know right now that the organizations, the scientists, you guys are doing what you can in order to fight this deadly um, disease. I mean, families being COVID, we can't really mm-hmm. visit as we used to. And that's an important component, especially to someone who may be experiencing something so life changing. So we pulled out our pink and we already and now we're all at social distance. How mm-hmm. are you all handling the breast cancer, the traditional, the annual breast cancer walk that I look forward to every mm-hmm. year? How are you all handling that?
1: Well, I mean, right about now we would be preparing, we would be going out to City Park and near Roosevelt Mall and, you know, doing our routine checks for the, for the area and ants and making sure the grass was cut here and, and lower here for our team's village and our sponsors so they can set up tents so women and families and you know all of our sponsors could come out and enjoy the day and celebrate the day because you know whether they're honoring someone who has been diagnosed or celebrating those who are doing well with with breast cancer um, treatments um, you know we had a ton of people you know we have tons of people that usually come out all in their pink sometimes in costume it's wonderful and it's joyful it truly is a joyful day and it's one that we're at the end of it we're like wow this just happened it was so great to see our friends and family and people right um now we're doing it virtually so our campaign now is you know hashtag race where you are because we want everyone to be safe you know in years past we've had a to, to fund our mission in the greater New Orleans area, we've had a registration fee. This year, we don't have a registration fee because we want everyone to feel like they are involved and supported in the Race race for the Cure. You know, we're having um, our race on race day, which are, is our traditional race day, the, the Saturday before Halloween. And so this year it's Saturday, October 24th. And we're asking everyone to, you know, put on your pink and you know walk outside of your house walk outside of your office go to your neighbors and who, who who normally interact with right you know to safely distance wear your masks and um and safely walk and and just support susan g komen remind others to get a screening mammogram and then also fundraise if you can you know because we there's no, you can go online to org and register and to be part of our community to be, so we can be in it together. If you want to fundraise to get a participant shirt, you can do that. If you're a survivor and you register a breast cancer survivor, you'll still get your pink shirt. And so that's the good thing. So, and we're going to have a drive-through, um, Race for the Cure packet pickup. Normally, we're at the New Orleans Fairgrounds, and this year we're going to be, you know, in an enclosed big area where teams would come in, they would pick up their T-shirts and, you know, buy pink items and just, you know, come for a few hours and celebrate prior to race day, right? But right. now we're going to have a drive-through, so you you can get breast cancer literature, you can get a few sponsor giveaways like Folgers, who's one of our great partners. They'll be there, LCMC you'll have the Ray and Jessica Brandt Family Foundation. We're going to have other sponsors there in a limited capacity because we don't want to overwhelm people and we want, we, want, we want you to drive through. And if you're a survivor and you're registered for the race, you know, we'll click it off and check here and we'll give you a race number. I mean, your, your race pink shirt. And if you're a supporter as far as fundraising and you've raised $100, it's not just you raising $100. It's so if I raise, you know, self-donate, you know, $25 or $30, which would be a normal race registration fee, but then I do a Facebook fundraiser or, you know, you know, an aunt or, you know, your husband or your mother or whoever will donate to your, you know, race fundraising so you can get the participant T-shirt as well. And that enables us to you know, continue the, the things that we do right here, our mission in the New Orleans community to fund those breast cancer screenings, to fund those treatments that, you know, helped fund the treatment and also help fund, you know, some of the things that fall through the crack during this time, you know, in, in a time of a breast cancer diagnosis, like a an electricity payment, like a, you know, a rent, like a childcare cost, like medications, because we have that safety net. We're here as that safety net to help people. You know, not with a, a fund directly to you, but through our grantees, and then later it'll be through our treatment assistant program with Susan G. Komen. So it's it's really great that we're able to personally touch people that need it here in our community.
0: These are some very uncertain times, and I commend your organization for the you can see the hard work and dedication that you all have put into <laughs> adapting to what's happening with COVID especially with the underlying condition we have to be very safe with those participants so reminding people to wear their masks, to still stay socially distanced however to still acknowledge and to show up for the cause so tell us where those sites are going to be where they can actually pick up their shirts and also i know you said you can visit the website to register, but just make sure that they have the information so they know where to go so they can participate on. That's the 24th, right? October 24th. It's Saturday, October
1: 24th. Tell us where we can go. Well, so go to org to register. And they'll also have lots of other information. Obviously, we'll have breast health information and we'll have places where women can go and get screened. So you can click on here Do I need a mammogram? Do you know if I feel a lump, what do I do? Um, you know, my. My mother lives with me, and I know she hasn't had a you know a mammogram for a year. Over years, she needs to. We need to get her in as well. So you know, it's it's information that all women need, and all men need as well, because for their partners, for you know, for their wives, their sisters, their aunts. So we really need to make sure that everyone's covered, right? And that's what you're to do. Um, but you can also get information about the race the Saturday, October 24th. Race where you are and register. And there's fun links there too, to, to pink your porch and to pink your pet and to, you know, we have, um, people actually doing little videos, you know, just with their cell phone, right? You hold you're holding your cell phone and you're saying, Hey, you know, that kind of thing. I'm racing where I am. Join me. When I say join me, I'm saying, join me virtually like we're doing right now, um, to share those videos and tag Susan G Koma in new Orleans and, um, tag race, you know, hashtag race where you are. But when you fundraise, it'll lead you to um, a link telling about our packet pickup. So the packet pickup will be, um, the first one will be Friday the 16th of October um, in the afternoon. Those times haven't been committed yet, but I think it's going to be sometime around 2 to 5 p.m. at Children's Hospital. And um, we're going to be right in the little alcove where you can drive through. So you know, and we can say, you know, hey, you're registered. Great, here's your T-shirt. Here we know you're coming. You know, click off. And same thing for survivors. Here's your T-shirt because you know, especially breast cancer survivors, you know they look for that pink t-shirt that's a you know it's a badge of honor it's right. a badge of pride to say hey look at me and you know when I see people in the in the grocery store I'm just like wait what do I know you and I'm like yeah I know you, you know it's, right. it's because it, they're, you're you, you're committed to them right and it's like I, I know I'm, I know I've seen you before you know especially when they're wearing that that pink t-shirt or the, even the race participant t-shirt for right. a few years a few years ago they were white right so for many years they were white and now this year they're gray. Last year they were gray. And so I, I don't know, but my mind, when I see them, I'm like, oh, okay, that's last year. I know. You were there at the race. I saw you, right? And, you know, we'll miss seeing our people. We really, really will. I mean, there's some people that come to the race every year. You know, we have people who, you know, wear a costume every year. There's, there's a, there's a, um, She is she wears a yellow duck costume. She's there every year. You know, I take a picture of her every year. I mean, it's awesome. You know, we had people that were dressed up as cats last year. We had Wonder Woman. We had, you know, just it's just fun. And so you know it raises awareness. Right.
0: The entertainment just all of the participation is just overwhelmingly wonderful for such a great cause. And you mentioned earlier also you know, we can get to the point where, is, you know, you get such a devastating outcome, mm-hmm. you might not be able to pay your bill or you may need mm-hmm. some type of support. So, I mm-hmm. know you all are still right now taking donations. Where can somebody somebody say, Look, I just want to make a donation or I just want to fundraise because this is a great cause? Where can they reach out to get that to you all?
1: They can go to our, our, our website at org. They can also go to our Instagram at HomeinNewOrleans.org, and they can. Um, it, it'll lead you right to a donate, and you can donate in memory of someone. You can do- donate in honor of someone. You can make a straight donation to the race, and basically, it all goes into the same place, and it's able to help you know our people locally in the greater New Orleans area. And it's also more importantly too, to help for research because, you know, people say, you know, you've been doing this for so long, when are you gonna find the cures? Because it's not just one cure we're searching for. There's many different types of breast cancer in many different stages. So, you know, you're looking for cures for a multitude of problems, not problems, but you know, it's like puzzles, right? Because when you have one cure, for you know, the, our treatment that works good for one type of cancer, like a Braca, one or two, or triple negative, or just just all the different types, right? You um, you will find the better cures um, in, fi- in searching for the cures. You'll find the better treatments, and that's what we're striving for as well. Because you know, if you were diagnosed today versus ten years ago, the treatment is so much different, right? And, it, and it's wonderful because we have those fundraising dollars to put into those those researchers right who are in the on the you know not in front of the camera but they're in in the back lines saying you know here's what we're here's the next step here's the next step for finding the cure for triple negative and we need to be able to do this which will lead to the you know the trials right and the clinical trials and that, you know, just like people are kind of learning a lot more about clinical trials right now, especially during COVID-19, you know, about, you know, trials for vaccination. But, you know, it's like that with different cancers. You have to have those trials before you can, you know, have these these accepted um, treatments.
0: And there you have it. Um, And that was a great interview with Ms. Lisa Plunkett. And I appreciate her for stopping by to be with us. On behavior health and wellness and remember early detection is key um the you need to make sure that you're getting your screenings and you are proactive in making sure that you are healthy as possible october 24th is race where you are they are still accepting donations and um the registration is free this year so um don't forget to participate and send your selfie of your, um, your action over to Susan G. Coleman, New Orleans. I'm Dr. J. with Behavior Health and Wellness. And this has been another episode. Until next time, be well. Thank you.